Welcome to the Jabji Sab podcast. In this episode, we'll be going through the 17th Bauri stanza blessed to us by Guru Nanak Dev Ji in Jab Bani. In this episode, we'll be looking at the different ways how people connect to that one, to Waiguru, to the Creator. Guru Nanak Dev Ji goes through a list of countless of ways of how people are trying to find their way back to their true home, back to Waiguru. And it will be really interesting to see if which one you connect with, the list that we go through, you might find that within that list that there's something that resonates with you and you realize that, yeah, that's what works for me more. And so listen now and see which one it is that you resonate with the most. So as we get started, let's say Fateh to preach and sing, our guest, So preach and sing, we'll try and do that for ourselves as well, to see out of these lines, which one it is, which way it is that may resonate with us a little bit more as well. And uh, because I'm sure it's different for everyone in what really does it for them when they're carrying out their uh, practices and even practicing Sikhi. So even so even within Sikhi and Guru Sahib Ji has given us this path, but we all know when we speak to other Gursaks that not everyone will connect in the same way. So if we get started with Asankh Japa, Asankh Pao. So the word Asankh is going to keep coming up and in every line here. It starts off with the word Asankh. And the word Asankh translates literally to countless. And so Sankh is a number. And then uh, the era negates that saying so beyond being able to count how many of these people or this thing that Maharaj is describing. And so over here Maharaj start off with saying Asank Japa. And that this Jap we've loosely translated it here to meditate and which we've looked at before as well. And Jap can be a specific type of meditation when a guru gives you a mantra and a mantra that you then recite over and over again. And or even if you just take the Guru's word, that could be a Shabad and something that you recite again and again. But here, Maharaj is saying that there's so many, there's countless people that have received mantras, that are meditating on mantras to just, and to try and connect to that one. And Asank Bao, Bao translates to love and what they're doing is through that practice they're trying to express their love and their connection to that one and even if we just looked at love in itself there's people that are trying to express their love for God in different ways and is there anything that comes to mind for you when when we talk about expressing love for God and is there like 
a particular way that really sticks out for you? Um, this that pangti sometimes says that jin ko pande paud na sabarsi. I'll just bring it up. Yeah. That you think of a a, a loving mother or even a grandmother mm-hmm. serving their family and their children and the way that they do that, they may not do that traditional thing of sitting down and meditating or doing the job, but the way that they serve their children and their family with mm. so much love and devotion um as if you know well they're the serving the 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 one that is in the hearts of of those that they're yeah, serving mm. um that's that's what comes to mind that's amazing you know this expressing expressing this uh this love and if we look at it from another way there's there's something that I've been thinking about in the last few days is that there's there's where we are expressing this is talking about how people and then it's trying to make it relatable to us how we express that love but if we kind of turn that around and say if we were the ones that are receiving somebody else expressing their love for god and what do i mean by that and i think we had this conversation as well a few weeks ago and that kind of set it set it off and it got it going because then after that I've had the same conversation with two other people the conversation's been around that you know when you're kind of missing or lacking and you feel the need of love off of something or someone and sometimes we want that love expressed in a certain way and that could be your you're feeling the lack of a of, of a motherly love or you're feeling the lack of a fatherly love and and obviously the way our mind will work is that the, the parents that have given us birth we often will look towards them uh, to provide us with that that motherly or fatherly love that we're looking for and but they might not be able to give us that or give someone that their children that because of their own life experiences and you know we it's that it's that same going joke isn't it it's not like somebody like now becomes a parent and all of a sudden that something is downloaded into their brain and like yeah oh i got it yeah. of course i know what to do 100% you got it yeah <laughs> like it just It'd be an amazing world if it worked like that. Yeah. You know, wouldn't it? Yeah. So, but obviously as a child, you you're not going to be able to think of it like that. Yeah. But as you grow up and you start to become more conscious and you start to realize that I'm not getting that from there. And we, and this and this could be you might not be able to relate to it for for a motherly love or a fatherly love. You could just be wanting um that kind of a, a friendship you know somebody that you can feel really comfortable with you can just talk to about anything you know um like you know in the pankti i always use as well the guru ramdas ji one with satguru mitra mera baal sakhai that my guru is my childhood friend well like my childhood friend and um even though i know here it it says that has been my best friend since i was very young but it's another way of looking at it is that my guru is like my childhood friend so and i know you might be able to relate to this where there's times when you you feel that you you know you want that type of love and 
I don't know, ultimately it's about finding it within yourself. And like, we're, I'm not talking about it from that perspective here. I'm just talking about it very realistically of what people go through and what we go through. Like, I think I had it a few months ago where I was feeling like that about, oh, uh, uh, like, you, you know, it's not even that it's true, but, you know, when your mind just comes up with it and my mind just went through it for about a few weeks that, oh, I don't think I've got any friends. And, um, and I don't know if it's something you can relate to. Yeah, I mean, when I, when I moved here, I, I, yeah. I left like one of my best friends in Scotland and yeah. I, do, I do miss him and yeah, yeah you feel it. Yeah, and, and even with that, and a motherly or a fatherly yeah. kind of, you, you know, sometimes you, you're longing for a certain type of, I know love is love, but, you know, sometimes it brings its own energy, like it's more of a, a feminine, motherly kind of love. So, you know, Guru Arjan Dev Ji says to us in Siri Sukhmini Sahib that Manuk ki teg birthi sab jaan. So the saying Manuk means obviously a, a mortal a human being, somebody that is going to come to pass or somebody whose mind could change, you know, so that, that's what they're referring to here as a Manuk. Yeah, ki teg, teg means uh, support. Yeah, I think they've used the word reliance here. And teg is like, you know, when you need to just kind of um, uh, take support of something and, and take in that in that sense but my saying birthi sabjan know it to be birthi can be translated to empty or waste know it to be empty all of that if your whole life is based around based around needing it off someone off a person yeah and this isn't kind of a get out of gel card in the sense of that you think like you you trying to walk away from your responsibilities by the way you know this isn't this is just talking about like as an individual and you're feeling that you know that that you're longing for that you know? and Maharaj says something beautiful in the next line because they say Devanuko Eka Bhagavan saying but there is only the one that gives to us mm. so if it's only the one that gives us gives to us. If it's only Vaiguru that gives to us, so that means if we then just long for it, that love that we're seeking, that we're looking for, and um, and if Maharaji has said to us that Jo Mangheta soi soi deva, so th- there's obviously just a natural. Uh, it's just the, the nature of how this whole creation works. That whatever you ask from, you know, as you become become that servant and you ask before that one that, well, I I, I want it from you. I want it from you, Vaiguru. Yeah. And when we say that, I want it from you, Vaiguru, again, there's times that sometimes our minds work in such a simplistic way. We then think that it's going to come directly from like the sky somewhere. <laughs> like we, we think maybe there's going to be a flash of lights and then we're going to say, there it is, that love I asked for. Come on, you know. But no, even that is then given to us through someone, but now it's come from Vaiguru. What that means is we've got to then, we, we have this sense of openness yeah, and that openness isn't now bound to. It's got to be from that person, that mortal. Yeah, from that, that, that. 
Vaiguru will say, you then will attract that. Like Maharaji say, Turde ko, Turda mile, Udte ko, Udta. So if we just look at that Pangati, Maharaji says that this is by a slow, beautiful slope by Guru Angad Dev Ji. And here Guru Angad Dev Ji say that if you're walking, you will meet with another that is walking. And the translation here isn't kind of what we're going with. We're using a completely different translation. And so what we're going with is that Turda means somebody that is walking. So somebody that is walking will meet somebody else that is walking. So now you you inside of yourself is have you've left it to Vaigru. Now you're not becoming reliant on that body, that body, that body is just Vaigru now. And be, because now that's what you're longing, you will that's what you will attract, but it could come through any vessel. It could come through any body. Yeah. And but you will still get that that same energy of of love that you are looking for. It could be a motherly one, it could be a fatherly one. And the motherly love you're looking for doesn't necessarily have to come from a woman. You know, because it, it's it that's not what it's about. It's the substance, it's the type of, you know, uh, the it's the color that that love that you're seeking brings. It can come from any body, male female, that's irrelevant then. No? But you will get it. I've seen that in my own life. I've experienced that in my own life. And when I've then seeked a certain type, like where I want that connection, that love, and it will come. And, and, and that's, I think, is just a beautiful way to live our life. And we're, we're, we're not reliant on then just... Um, you know, where we think it has to come from Because that's where it makes sense for it to come from And It's like Bhagat Kabir Ji's lok Where they say Kabir sukhna eh jug That don't think in this world that 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 suk So for you, for peace, that happiness Is going to come from Having a whole load of friends And Karhe means making, like, you know, friends with loads of different people. But if your chit, if your consciousness is on that one, then you can have sok in every moment. Because why guru will not fail you? But it depends who our connection's with. Is our connection with why guru or is our connection on just expectations of people? And if it's of people, they won't have the capacity to give you everything that you want. They won't have the capacity to be 100% of the way you want them to be. And they shouldn't be anyway. That would be a really odd and weird world. <laughs> if we could just make people the, exactly the way we want them to, that, that, were, that world would not function. <laughs> but a world that functions perfectly is... If we say Vaiguru, I want it from you. And then Vaiguru will say, I'll give it to you, however. Yeah, you just drop your expectations of where it's going to come from. And I think it'd be amazing if we start to live like that. I, I'm trying my best and more and more to try and live my life like that. And 
you'll be surprised then which direction these things come from. No, eventually, obviously, we want to become that embodiment of love where we're just constantly content. But this, you know, um, but this is this is a, a wondrous game of how it works anyway. You know, I, I don't know any kind of experiences or thoughts on, on that. Like, no, it's interesting, Richard. No, not really thought of it in that way. It actually started with you. Okay, I don't know if you remember it. Yeah, but we didn't go into it into this much detail, mm. but we just slightly touched on it. Oh yeah, I think uh, we were saying that um, people come into your life to help you in different ra- ways, and they they almost play a role in your life, and you might not realize that. Oh, that was the fatherly support that mm. you needed in that mm. moment, or you know, I think we were speaking about <laughs> each other that like a brotherly support that we needed, mm. even though. In a blood relation, we're not brothers, but we we are that to each other sometimes. Mm-hmm. So sometimes we're friends. Yeah. Sometimes even you might talk to me as a fatherly figure, even though you're not old enough to be my dad. But mm-hmm. you know, it, it can it can come like that. Yeah. So let's see how relatable that vichar is, mm. because because then how else is it that we can feel why guru to be like that? Tum mat pita ham barak tere umri kripa mah sukh kanere. So when Maharaj is saying to us that that you are my mother and father but for us why Guru is only that for us if we've ever felt that or experienced that you can't just say it like it's not just no why Guru is your mom <laughs> you know and you're like yeah but I'm not feeling it yeah and we can't just pretend and the thing is, Maharaj has given us so many options and saying that the, the way this creation is, you can, you can have whatever relation you want with God. You pick, it doesn't have to be, a, if you can't connect to a mother because of your own life experiences that you've had, you know, then nobody's forcing that on you. Yeah, Like you can't, Force this on someone. No, why is like you, mom? And you think, I don't know, man. You don't have to. Because uh, this is, it's an open path. For you, it could be just, you know, um, it's like, well, I know, I, I for me, it's a, yeah, I, I can feel, I can experience why as a father. Yeah. And that's amazing. But the important part to remember is you can have that connection in whichever way you want it. But you've got to be open to why guru for it. So asank jab, asank pao. Gurnar Dev here is saying that like it's not about, it's not so much about here having just a fixed mindset Maharaj here is saying just just it's vast this creation of yours like wow look these different mantras that people are reciting and countless people are reciting it countless mantras that are out there that people are using and and saying that I can't like we can never comprehend how immense your your creation is, you know, and and this really helps us then to 
when we look at each other and we find someone that, oh, look, you're expressing your love in that way. Yeah. And you're expressing and you connect through just doing a lot of recitation of mantras, meditating on God that way. And it, it makes us such less judgmental. In, instead of me just saying, well, no, 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 you have to connect. You have to connect this way. Maharaj is saying, no, this creation is like vast. I, I can't get, I can't go around it even once. Because remember, that's where it's heading, isn't it? Varyana Java Ekwar. And Maharaj is saying that not even once can I get around it. Like when I look at, oh, you've got that mantra and you're connecting like that. Look, you're expressing your love as a father more to the world. Yeah, you're expressing your love as a mother to the world, you know, or you've made yourself into a brother for the whole entire world. Mahal is saying this is just so varyana jama ekwar. And then the next Mangati then Mahal says is that asang puja, asang taptao. The word puja is, uh, translates to worship. And Oh, love and worship, they kind of go together as well. And and here in this in this body, Maharaj is talking about people that are, are, are living more righteously, are living in more satogun. So this isn't this isn't talking about empty practices here. And so we, we don't have to take a negative take and or angle at any of these things here. We could just look at it in the in from the perspective of that some people are just worshiping you in their own way, yeah. and some people will just connect like that more. Like Baba Nansingji is just in this complete state of devotion and worshipped Guru Granth Sahibji. Some people may not be able to understand that because some people live more in their head, yeah, and not from their heart. So if you're just living here, you need to try. You're gonna need to work that out. You're gonna try and look at the logic behind it. You're gonna try and make sense of it all because that that's that's closed for you. Your heart's closed. Yeah. To live in this world, it's about living with the balance of both, of looking at things in clarity. But somebody would say a lot. That just makes no sense. Why would you set up and do Jal Sahib to Guru Granth Sahib Ji all day or all night? Like the, you know, the people would say, well, it makes so much more sense for you to get a good night's sleep. <laughs> you know, and and people would say, even other Sikhs would say, well, ultimately it's just a book at the end of the day. Because all they're doing, is just looking from here, just the head. They're trying to work it all out. It's just a piece of paper though, isn't it? With some ink on it. Because their heart's closed. But this body is about opening your heart. This body is about looking at and saying, wow, like I can't even once get my head around how many different ways people are trying to connect to you. Yeah, or not even trying, some are connecting to you through these ways. Yeah, that this just this body is just you, you go to a place of just non non-judgmental. Just this openness towards you know things. And and then it's just like 
this body is like saying you look at Baba Nansingji doing Chaur Sahib. You look at Baba Nansingji taking a, a thal, a plate of food to Guru Granth Sahib Ji, and, it's just, and, and you're saying, wow, look at that. Look at how they are connecting to Guru Granth Sahib Ji being an actual, like a physical being in as much capacity as how they can see it to be. You know, and, and you're in awe of that. You're saying Vahariyana Java to it. And um, but somebody then that doesn't do it that way, you're understanding them as well. You're saying you're not you're not questioning that route as well. And you're saying, Oh look, I look at how they are just they're they're blessing the food through a kirpan in the Langar hall. You know, you're not questioning, you're not putting each other down. And this is bodies about opening our mind in that way. You know. And um Guru Angad Dev Ji, whilst even whilst they were the Guru, they're one of their forms of we, we could almost say worship was in the way they dedicated and devoted themselves to teaching Gurmukhi to the children. You know, to the point, to the extent of when, you know, Hamayu came, who was the son of Babur, and who had just lost a battle with uh, Sher Khan, if I can remember correctly. And, but Guru Angad Dev Ji didn't look that direction. Didn't even, like, you know, blink an eye towards him. And I was just thinking, as I'm saying that, today we get distracted so easily. And that's not devotion then. Like from the smallest of things, because nowadays we even do sad bars off our iPads, phones and everything. And, you know, we might read a Shabbat off the phone. As we're doing that, uh, another, you know, so many other notifications will come up. We were just talking about it before. I was supposed to be phoning my dad. And I started looking at a message instead. I put my phone away and thought, I was supposed to do something. And then I remembered later, I was supposed to find my dad. But if we're trying to, that is just, that's still a worldly example in that sense. But if we're practicing devotion towards something, if something what we, we, we are doing that is supposed to be spiritual, that still the mind can get distracted so easily. But look at that, look at that, what Guru Angad Dev Ji is showing us. They're saying that I'm not going to even look at that direction. Yeah, this is, Somebody that is the emperor of, of of India at the moment, but well, he I know he'd lost kind of his rule at that point. But you know, I'm not going into the technicalities. Uh, that's another that's another story completely. But the point was that full is like the the worship in that moment was those children, you know, um, unwaveringly teaching them. And that's puja. And Asank puja, Maharaj is saying there's countless of people of, of, of worshipping in their own way. Asank tap tau. And tapasya, here tap, the word tap could be translated to people that carry, there's some people that are just carrying out really strict practices. You know, like I said, over here we're not looking at the other side of these practices. We're not look. We're not trying to look at the 
um, we're not looking at this from a negative lens, just the way this body, you know, so we're not focusing on the practices themselves here. We're more focused on Guru Nanak Dev Ji just looking at like, oh, uh, like saying, wow, like, look at all these different ways that people are expressing themselves. And, and so tap is like when you, you might say, well, I'm going to stand in the water, you know, um, on one leg for a whole night, for 12 hours, you know, and Like I said, the other side to that is that when, when that can become like a stubborn-minded practice, but we're, we're not looking at it from that angle in, in this context. You know? um, because some of us might do that and it might teach us a lot because you don't know when that moment's going to happen. Like for, when, I, when I say we might do, like for example, we might say, well, you know what, when I sit down now, I'm going to do Gurmantar job of Wahiguru for half an hour, no matter what happens. I'm not going to get up. Yeah, and so it, it, that becomes your tap, though, something that you make it into like a strict practice for yourself. Yeah, and and you don't know. It's not, yet yeah, the negative side would be if you're demanding Wahiguru to say, well, you have to now, you know, fulfill me at the end of this. But it could be in in a positive way where it's, you know what, no matter what, I'm, I'm sitting here half an hour. I don't care what happens around me. But you're not demanding why I grew up or anything. Because that you can't do hukum, you can't order why I grew. And, but you sit with that ardas instead. But you, you, you do it with, with strict discipline. And you don't know within that time, you might just let go. And then... The kirpa happens, the grace flows through. So, asankranta mukha ved paata. So, this one here, Maharaj is talking to us about is the the different grants, different scriptures, you know, and um, then the Vedas. And part is when you recite something. And here, it's the word mukha means mouth. So, it's talking about when you recite something out loud. And... Some people, they don't need to do any other type of meditation. Just the way they read even Gurbani out loud, the way they do part for them, that is their connection. You know, I was listening to someone, uh, I just caught a glimpse of a clip of something the other day. And, you know, this isn't about it being right or wrong. But, you know, so if I sh what I'm going to share here, it doesn't mean it, it is that is the only way and that is the way. This is somebody was somebody's kind of interpretation and perception. And he said that. He said, for me, he said, um, he said, Jabti Sahib is a chopai. And it's got a rhythm. And he said it, that from, from his perception, it's not meant to just be read straight. Yeah, it was meant to be a, a song and a chopai. Where and, and he and he was singing it in a way of how he does it, and you're saying that for me because it it, it's just literally it's socha socha na huvei je sochi lakhwar, and and I thought wow, that's amazing, you know, and for him, like Marcin, there's countless of people that are just reciting out 
Gurbani in a certain way. Or, or, or you know, this is, isn't just talking about Gurbani, obviously, it's talking about other scriptures as well. But Maharaj again is looking at it from an, a positive perspective and saying, like, well, look, some people are just connecting like that. And um, so now as we're going through these, you will start finding, you'll think, oh, yeah, well, yes. Because just sitting there and watching my breath and, you know, doing my Gurmantra in a set way, just, you know, what? it's never worked for me. But then you just thought, oh, wow, that clicked. And you thought, yeah, I love doing part like that. And it takes me beyond even just, you're not even, it's not even about understanding it so much, but it's just taking you to that place of connection where you're dropping everything. You're, it's helping you to let go, you know. And I remember because I, I said to a Guru Sikh once, I said, you know, he's just reading loads of Gurbani, reading loads of Gurbani, and then there was me with my arrogance, and I turned around and said, "Let go!" Like, and he knew all these Bani off by heart, and I just asked him about one of the Bodhiya uh, and one of the verses, and I said, "Like, like, you know, do you know what that means?" I didn't ask it in a like testing way; it was generally like just genuinely asking. He's like, "I ain't got a clue," and and I said, "Then don't you feel like you need to do some form of meditation?" And he's like, no. And he goes, this is my meditation. It just takes me to that place. It like gives me so much peace. Uh, and and this is what Maharaj is saying here. Anna? Um, are any of these like, like, is there anything that's come up so far that you've thought that's kind of clicked for you? I think when I was younger, job was something that, I enjoyed, mm. um, you know, going to Gitan programs and just immersing yourself in not really having a desire or need to understand what's going on or the depth of it, but just being in that energy. Mm. Um, so I resonate with that kind of reminiscing or mm. not reminiscing, but more just, you know, yeah, just to clarify, I think for the Sangat as well. So what you're saying there is that. The idea of job in itself, yeah, the the, the re repetitive um, recitation of something, the importance there isn't so much what that word means or what that verse means. It's more so the immersing yourself in the vibration of it. Yeah, and um, this is what I, I just think that this whole body resonates with me so much mm. because it's not closing things off yeah because i remember being in that state and then wanting to encourage others to do that but realizing th thinking at that point that that was my life but now decades later it's i still very much enjoy that i mean i love music i love gitan mm. so you know putting that together it's 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 amazing to be in that space but now there are other priorities for me. There are other things that I'm trying to work on, uh, which I'm sure will come up in the in the body later. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure you've experienced that as well, where actually you've mentioned it before. I don't know if it was in this podcast that you and, and Benji used to go and enjoy that. But now, you know, reflection and other aspects of this body are going to come up that are more important to you yeah. to connect. And it I will change. I think that's important as well, that it's it will change. It will, yeah. You know, or and it could change 
it could be that it's more than one. Yeah. At the same time in your life. Yeah. You know, that works, that works. But the key yeah. is, you know, where we've come from was the yeah. Sonia and the, the, the Manna. Yeah. That either whatever you do, it's, it's with the devotion and listening to the inner voice and, and doing your best to connect in the way that that voice is telling you to connect. Mm. If you do it that way, it's, that's what you're saying is through that openness. It's not, it's the Guru Sahib's not saying do this yes. specific thing. It's, mm. it's how you do it. Mm. Yeah, because if it was then, if this was just a closed path and somebody could very easily have just completely ruled out the way somebody like, like what we spoke about, the way Baba Nansingji you know, practice their devotion. Yeah. Or a Sevadar no longer served the yeah. Sangat. Yeah. Yeah. We'll be just cutting people off. Yeah. Cancelling people out. Yeah. <laughs> and, and think about if we did that, literally like what Babisha Singh, you would say that like there's no bigger sin than breaking somebody. That would just be breaking people left, right and center, wouldn't it? It'd be just saying, like imagine if somebody's like just Connecting, they're like, no, and you're like, huh? They're like, no, no, that's no, that's wrong. But you had connected to the divine. You was feeling, you was there in that love, you know, and they think, no, like it was, and and so this body is kind of just opening. Um, if, pe- if people listening to this have ever felt like that, I think that the thing that comes to my mind is having that inner strength to know that, you know, if your inner voice is telling you that this is the way forward for yourself at this moment in time is to, to listen to that because mm. it won't guide you in the wrong way. It'll always take you forwards and you have, and it's, it's, it's a tight rope. It's, it's, it's sharp. It's a yeah, sharp you know, line. You saying that I've done this to myself so many times Andy. where through the given ways of Guru Sab, you know, you're just, you're connecting through a certain way. And then somebody's just come and said to you, um, and I'm sure I've done it to people as well. Yeah. You know, uh, especially being in a position, you end up speaking and saying so much. So I'm sure I've dish. I know 100% that I have done it in the past. I used to do it so much. Nah, that's not right. Now you need to do that. Nah, now you need to do that. Yeah. And um, so what they're doing was Gurmat anyway, but it didn't fit in with the way I looked at it. Yeah. You know, and, and it's happened to me recently though, where I've then doubted myself. And then that connection kind of just breaks. Yeah. And, 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 and you're right. Thank you for the reminder, even for me. Even though I've been contemplating it, but it just gives a bit, it gives that strength, doesn't it? When somebody else reminds you on top of what you're trying to contemplate anyway. Mm. And it takes, it does take a lot of strength, doesn't it? It does. And it is hard as an individual that might be uh, receiving that advice, but it's also hard when you are giving that advice to someone because mm. what you might suggest to someone might necessarily not be wrong. Mm. Um, yeah, yeah, that's it. it that's is, where it gets complicated. It, it is, but then you know, and and you will see in uh, respected Gursikhs if we go to them, they will 
shut their eyes and take a, a few breaths before they, if you ask them a question mm. and I'm, I'm sure we've spoken about this on the, the podcast before, mm. you know, that it is very individual, mm. this path, this path and, and where, where that voice wants to take you is, it's not, it's not the same for everybody. Yes. But, um, when, yeah. So when giving that advice, you, you have to be mindful, don't you? And then mm. when receiving it, you have to really connect to that inner voice and that strength within mm. you. Because if it's from, like I heard somebody put it beautifully, they're saying, if it's coming from the guru, what's been said to you yeah. from the guru? Yeah. yeah. As in, because even if it spoke through another Gorseko, that it could be that it's coming direct from the source as well, from them. And they say that it, there won't be a conflict between Vahiguru, Guru, and your inner Guru. Mm. They will all be the same because they are the same. Yeah. Yeah. But sometimes what they're saying isn't coming from the source. And then there's a, a conflict. And you'll often know is then when you go with that, you will fall apart. You'll break. That connection will. And just like, you know, Bhagat Ravidashi said it wasn't going to be easy. That's why they're doing that ardas, aren't they? That's why they're saying, that let me be able to manne is completely surrender and let go and give in to your bachan. This is talking about the internal bachan here. Yeah. The internal, that vaiguru that speaks from inside. Janako Puran Dijay let me have the poor and complete faith in that. Wow. And when it comes from Guru, from someone externally, it will be the same. There won't be a conflict between it. Yeah. And even when, when someone's speaking to you, you might interpret it wrong. Yeah. Or they might even say, and that's the way that saying comes, to take advice with a pinch of salt. Yeah. But the, the essence, you know, of mm. what someone's saying, if it, if the guru was speaking through that person, mm. you have to listen very carefully. It's okay. That person gave me that advice. What, what, what how does that match with my, how can I take that into my life to move forwards mm. in a positive way? And then, and then you'll realize, you know, what we were talking about before. Oh, they came to me as a, as a father. Yes. Or, or a mother. I asked for that. Yeah. I asked yeah. for that. Yeah. Um, but you know, sometimes we might, hear it face value and it might kind of sting and then you're like yeah. oh no that that wasn't useful advice yes but then inside it there was something yes um uh, even yeah. if it was something that you needed to change within yourself mm. you know yeah it's... that happened a couple of days ago you know, with with the in sangat we was doing vichar about um he was talking about nindya but whilst we were speaking about nindya um about gossiping slandering and an example came forward, but the example was about how how bad somebody else was for doing it and how the person that heard it um, felt really angry. But the focus was on the person that was doing it for being so wrong for doing it. And within that, but within the Sangat, they were reminded that it's about how you receive it and respond to it as well. Mm. And that if you've gotten angry, then you've fallen into the same boat as them. You've just fallen into a boat of jor, 
into where your amrit's being looted, where your divine qualities are being looted. Yeah. You know, and but that's not what was expected <laughs> to come from the Sangat. Because they expected the Sangat to just say, yeah, they were so bad at doing that gossip. But the Sangat focused on, well, you kind of fell off in the way you received it. Gosh. <laughs> you know, <laughs> so you're exactly what you're saying. <laughs> like you might not be expecting to hear that. And in the first instance, it's like, it, there's this, like, you, you want to resist it? Because mm. you, you had invested so much into that, well, no. They were wrong, yeah. And it takes a few minutes, and you can see over 10 minutes, 15 minutes, the face changing and thinking, okay, mm. yeah. <laughs> so it just reminded me of that situation. Asank jog man reha udas. And here Maharaj is saying that, well, they, look at those. There's those that are just kind of, there's those yogis, countless of those that remain within their mind, man, reha, udas, remain uh, detached within their mind towards the world. You know, and, and some people you will find that are more that way, where they are very... Just very detached. And I know that's what we all want to get to anyway. With the And Guru Sahib has given us the examples of the lotus flower and, you know, living like a lotus flower. But you will find, and some people just naturally, they just don't have that. Where they're very, their focus and their practice is more around kind of just detaching from everything. Yeah. And some people will relate to that. But obviously, like within that, Maharaj has told us that within the detachment is because it, it's a byproduct of, of the longing for Vaiguru. Yeah, uh, you've made a video about this, mm. um, which we'll put a link in the, the description or the show notes if you're listening on the podcast about what's the difference between uh, Bairag and depression. Mm -hmm. That um, in depression, there's no longing. Yes, but but with Berag, there's there's a deep inner mm. longing for for the one. Mm. Yeah, asank bhagat gunagyan vichar. Here, Maharaj is saying that there's countless bhagat's devotees, gunagyan vichar that you know sit down to uh, deeply contemplate the qualities of that one, and the word gyan has been thrown into this mix as well. Gyan can be translated to wisdom, but gyan can also be here. We can look at gyan to be uh, like the experience of something. And we can translate this in such a way to say that it's not that you're trying to contemplate the wisdom of God in the sense of like, oh, how does God think? You know, because somebody might look at that and they might think of it like that. Or because wisdom comes from experiences. Oh, what are God's experiences? And it's not like that as well. When it's saying the wisdom of that one, it's again referring to just the way and the nature of what that one is. Yeah. And 
the, the, the gyan of that one, the way that one is, is referring to the different gun of that one. As in what we've continuously discussed, like bliss, anand. Yeah. That, that is the quality. That's one of the qualities of that one. Just the makeup of that one is anand. And then gyan vichar. But when you contemplate it so deep, because you've seen it in your life, that in this way, Vaheguru is that. In this way, Vaheguru is love. In this way, Vaheguru is compassionate. Then you, but you contemplating that quality so deep that you get, you go to that place of gyan when it becomes your reality. Where then it, then it, then it actually clicks. And it's like, oh wow. But you started off with just contemplating it from a place of duality that, you know, from your mind. And that's Vaheguru, from whatever experiences you've had of Vaheguru. Yeah. But you're contemplating that so deep, whatever experiences you've had of Vaheguru, it becomes your gyan, it becomes your truth. And it becomes a part of your knowing. Yeah. And then you think, oh wow, this is what, this is what love is. And so Guru Sahib just said, there's, there's so many, there's countless devotees that are living their life like that. Asank Sati, Asank Dhatar. Sati has many different translations. And one of the translations to Sati is somebody that lives with a lot of self, I would say self-control is a better word than discipline for this here. And because uh, the the word is sanjam. And sanjam is when you're not, your life isn't led by the pleasure of your senses. And you've got that in control. That's somebody that's sati. So meaning that it's living a life with a lot of contentment. Like for example... I could be eating something and I've eaten enough to how much is required of what I need to eat. And then it, it, it's not necessarily just greed. I want more and more of it because I don't feel satisfied and I'm trying to satisfy my mind because that's what greed is. But just because of the mere taste of it, yeah. It, the taste is now, for me, has hooked me so much that I just have lost control over having more. Mm. Yeah. And it's the taste now that is carving my destiny. Yeah. I'm not living from a conscious state. I'm just in it now. I've become that taste. I'm in the indriya. Yeah. In the senses. That's all I know. That's all I'm identified with. Yeah. Same with your other senses, with, with like when you're listening, keep listening to something. Yeah. And just because of just the pleasure of when you're listening to a certain something, remember, it could be something negative. It could be listening to gossip. Yeah. And that is leading you. Right. And then, but sati is somebody that has 
has got control, has won over their senses. And just like Guru Arjan Dev Ji say that Indri Jit Panch Dhok Te Rahat And so Guru Arjan Dev Ji saying that there's, you know, there's people in this world that have have conquered their Indri and their, um, their senses, you know, and They've gone beyond their um, vices, five vices. And then Guru Sahib Ji say that Nanak Kot Madeko Asa Apars. Marasing, but there's one, like literally just a few amongst a million um, that are untouched. So then, so Asang Sati, Asang Datar. But when you, you become like that, when you're in control, then naturally then Maharaj Singh there's countless then that adatars that just their life becomes about giving because it's not about oh I want this pleasure I want this pleasure yeah they're not chasing pleasures for themselves it's about they they become so generous you'll find and some people are just more like that you know you, you, some people connect in that way all they're thinking about is what can I give you? You know, what are you, you what are you lacking? What do you need? And it might be things, might be just something materialistic or a need. But they're always that the whole mind is that. What what can I give them? What can I give them? Yeah. And you will you'll find some people like that. You know, you'll they'll, they'll be sometimes just in the langar hall. We just there, you know. Like these predators watching out. <laughs> yeah, but it's not for them to catch something. Well, it is. They're trying to catch what do they need so I can get it for them. There's one thing that they're doing it as a duty because they're on Nungar duty. But no, this is talking about a datar. There are those type of people in Nungar halls that are looking out for everyone's need. Because they're naturally like that now. Yeah, you know, because there's, there's many people, they, they won't see that. You know, say if, you're at a camp or something, you know, somebody is, um, you just, you're, you're somebody that just spots these things. Oh, they, I don't think that room's got enough, I don't think that person's got a blanket that's thick enough. And you want to be, you're just, it's not that you in an arrogant way, but you're just naturally like, you're the giver, you're, you're going to get that blanket no matter what. And then that does spill into it's not like you're just that and you're not that. Remember what we were saying? Yeah. Like you, for example, might be so into like the tech and but you could be looking at the when you're filming, but you're looking at the end product is because that's how you wanna give to people how they receive looking at that video. The quality of it so it, it, it's it's very wide the way it spills into you know and in that moment when you're looking at that you're not thinking of your own pleasures of your senses all you're thinking about is how am i going to give to them in the way they receive this video at the end when they're going to watch it visually when they're going to be you know and so this datar is very wide. Sati is also translated to somebody that is just giving as well. So like very similar to datar. Mm. That's another translation um, 
for sati and then there's obviously if somebody's completely just like it would be referred to as where they're referring to a wife an istri that is completely committed and devoted in every way to her husband as well um that would be referred to as a sati as well so then we've got asangsur mohabbakasar um countless marji saying that there are sur which mean warriors and then moh means face and pak means to eat sar means steel so if we were to kind of literally translate that it wouldn't say a lot you know um in english but it it's more of a saying that we you would have heard in punjabi and so and that saying is like you know mooch loha khana or mooch par loha khana and which would literally translate to eating steel you know but what that means is when you're on a battlefield and you've been smashed by this armor by this steel being smacked in your face am i seeing this countless of those people look at it they're saying it's so vast this creation of look how some people they are trying to practice their righteousness or kind of dedicate themselves to to god in fighting battles and righteous battles you know and which obviously we've seen not seen but you know that 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 has been seen within the throughout the gurus lives as well you know you've seen that from starting from guru har gobind sahib four battles guru gobind singh ji 14 battles you know and then so many battles that happened after that the shorta kalukara vadda kalukara and then the different battles and then even in 84 then the battle of amritsar that took place you know and those people that you know it's so easy said but to live in that way to dedicate yourself in that way to be like to bear that brunt of that battle it's it's no easy it's no easy thing you know like you know doing the chores up all night is got its own it that's its own way of connecting and then this is another way of connecting it's still marji is talking about just the, you know the vast different ways and people are dedicating themselves in their own way expressing their love in their own way and then marji say asank moon live light tar and there are countless of those that remain as muni which just remain silent and they remain absorbed deep within now there's there's so many people that they connect more just sitting silently you know that might not be where they just never talk but some people you will just see they just generally talk less yeah they will just you will see throughout the day they just completely absorbed within you know and some people that that's their way yeah and it's not that no you have to do it that way why don't you speak you know some people that are so used to to constantly just speak and they find it odd if someone it's there's different if somebody's sitting there and is feeling low that's not what it's talking about it's when you're just absorbed in that in the love of that one yeah and some people just generally will talk less and then mahar singh qudrat gavan kaha vichar that like how can 
the one's creative power be described in this the nature of this creation like look how many different expressions different ways they are like Mars saying like how can I explain all of it this is just some Marji saying basically this is just some uh, ways and then they're saying Varyana Java Ekvar I can't even be a sacrifice not even once to that one because I can't say in full everything it's not possible it's too much it's limitless and then but then it's saying another way to like if we've translated this to that whatever your divine will is that doing is perfect another way of we could just look at that is to say that that whatever your divine will is meaning whatever is pleasing to you and we could if we looked at it in that way it's saying that saipali gar then truly only that what i do is bala is perfect or is good if it's pleasing you vai guru so i could be doing all of these things all the the list that we've gone through i could be doing all of those things but ultimately it's about what's pleasing you you know and it's not about the outward physical actions that people are doing there is what maharaj is saying here that it's it's about within those whilst you're for, performing those actions it's about where you are internally and that's what it that's and what and what maharaj is saying is that just i want to be doing that what is going to please you don't let me just get stuck in the actions themselves but let it be that that is pleasing you and like we've said every week that we know what pleases why guru because we'll be that step closer to bliss to love to compassion and if we're not we're still walking away from it that's how it you know that's our indicator to know that i'm doing something to please you cuz i'm drawing myself closer to you cuz that's that's how it works har jan aisa chahiye jaisa har hi hue you know that the whole point is of the servant becoming of of that one becoming the same as that one jin har japya se har hue that's guru ramdas ji saying that to us that those that have meditated on that one become that one no if if we're not becoming that one then we're not meditating on that one yet no so all those actions are only true if we're getting closer if that's happening for us becoming more bitter if we're becoming more divided and then no it's it's not pleasing why guru tum sada salamat nirankar you are always stable why guru is always just there constant stable nirankar the formless is always there for us is never not there and um we have to look at that if our kar if what we are doing is taking us to that 
constant stable one. Which one was it for you then? In this moment, I which one would I would I relate to the most? I would say the word the the, the puja the worship sticks out, but uh, I'd probably keep to myself in this moment uh, towards as in how that's being expressed. Mm. Uh, I think I've moved away more from the the job aspect and more towards like what we're trying to do now. Mm. And like actually living more mm. truthfully. But again, how... And I, I would say then that is probably closer to the Asank Bhagat Gurungyan Vichar because through deep contemplation, it's it's where those gonna become our gyan, become our experience. Mm. It's more more that then, isn't it? I think that the hardest thing is like, or a, ch- a challenge is that you, as you learn about it, or it becomes apparent to you because you're getting the feedback and you're hearing it inside and outside, and then you resist it, and then you. You're not, you know, you're struggling to change or develop as a person, mm. and it's it's trying to get out of the cycles. Mm. I was talking to someone about this the other day, and I think what came from it was that yes, there's all of that, you know, when, when we can do the practical side of things and try and do, you know, what the studies have shown of dropping an old habit forming a new one and i was saying but this wisdom is it's going beyond just forming a new habit but this is this path it's not about forming a habit at all it's about how everything i'm doing every effort that i'm making is to get to a point where i'm able to let go and be with you and be with waiguru Everything we do is to be able to get to a point of somehow letting go and just being with what we already are from inside. If we're not with Waiguru, we're still doing things to resist Waiguru. We've said this before. So whatever we do, whether we do this vichar, whether we do whatever, it's not about then learning how to build a new habit to become a certain way. It's about how to let go. Because Guru Sahib has told us, I think we use this Pangati every podcast. Pyare in bid melan na jai. Makiye karam aneka. Look, it's not the way because I've tried doing the action itself and saying that the action should have got me there. But it wasn't the action that was going to get you there. Maharaji saying it was the har pareo swami ke dware. Is that action allowing you to let go and be with Waiguru? It sounds oversimplified, but the truth is this path to God isn't about just building another set of habits. And you'll find there's moments in your life, it's not, you've not learned, you've not, formed a system 
to be more compassionate, you probably would not have known how you've got there and how you've done it, but there would have just been a moment through an effort of something, but it's not the action and the effort. It was within that you somehow just let go. You, you surrendered. Try not to use the word surrendered because nowadays people, you know, when a, a, a word's been overused. Yeah, the connotation of it. Yeah, it's changed. Yeah. So I don't want people to take it in a negative way, but it is surrender ultimately. Or you, you let go or whatever you call it or harbury or you lose. Do you get it? It's like I'm doing this. Like if say if this is, I've been told like to get there, you've got to drink the water. But that was just a means of, in in hope that I can surrender to God through it. There's no perfect action to say that um, that's going to get me there. It's all about, well, this one might do it for you more, to help you let go more. This one might do it. So as I'm drinking it then... It might do something where it puts me into that state of I've just lost And I think We can't say this bit enough Because this is the truth This is it This is it basically Guru Arjun Dev is clear on that And I think if, even if we did come back to it every week It's not enough Because it's where we're trying to get to And now to then wrap it up and sum it up. At different points in our life, different things will help us to to go to that state of harbury or where you just surrender. And then God's just there. God's always there, always been there, always will be there. And then eventually we'll learn how to just stay there and never return so join us Sangadri, on this journey and then for the next 18th body where we'll be going through the more uh, lower energy negative actions that we fall into in life uh, which are very I say for me, very important to to look at so I can be aware within myself that I'm not falling into those. Vaheguru Ji Ka Khalsa, Vaheguru Ji Ki Fateh Ji. If you enjoyed this video, please like, comment, share and subscribe. Please donate and help spread Guru Ji's message. Link is in the description below. Vaheguru Ji Ka Khalsa, Vaheguru Ji Ki Fateh. Vaheguru Ji Ka Khalsa, Vaheguru Ji Ki Fateh.